7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. You know this. This has been happening for more than a year now. For more than a year now. This is year two. And I chose Kami 2. Which, no, is not a new car from Toyota, but it is in fact a 2017 game from State of Play. You can now lease a 2019 (laughs) Kami 2 (laughs) from your local App Store dealer. (laughs) Now, Sam, have you heard of State of Play before? Because they are maybe best known for their work on Luminosity. Oh, I've heard of Luminosity. Oh, I just realized it's a pun. Luminosity? Luminosity? Mm. Is that the pun? Is it really a pun if you just split up the word? It's something. (laughs) It's a wordplay. I can make a game called Illustray and then Ting. Is that a pun? (laughs) I would say that Illustray is quite a nice girl's name. Illustray (laughs) of Chinese descent. Last name Ting. I don't want to be prescriptive. (laughs) But Illuminosity, no, Luminos City. Lum- Luminosity. Luminos City. L- yep. Was famous because it was a game actually made in the real world out of real things. They'd made like a paper city, which oh. they then photographed and did all like stop motion animation for. And then that became the game. So you with your designer tendencies, I thought, ah, Sam may have heard of this. Yeah, that, that does seem like it's something right up my alley, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like something that's handmade, right. looks very pretty. Small British game design studio spends hours, um, if not, well, more than hours, days and months constructing uh, polygons out of paper and uh, then stop motion animating them into a game. Yeah. Hmm. There's, I mean... Uh, well, maybe we'll play that next week. Maybe. We'll see. From that, I can deduce paper. I think is a theme that runs throughout State of Play's games. Mm-hmm. They love that paper. They love it. They they like that that handmade feel. Because Kami too, paper textures galore. Kami, two. in Japanese, means paper. The fold. Oh, ah, ha Okay. So when you say origami, it's actually the same. The second part of that. So ori means paper, and then gami means to fold. But uh, in Japanese, like if you sometimes you combine two words together, mm-hmm. uh, like. The pronunciation changes a little bit in order to make it easier on your mouth. That's very considerate. So rather than saying origami, mm-hmm. like you just say origami, right? Mm. It's like Interesting. A, it's like a. I think it's a phonetic phenomenon. I forget what they call <laughs> That's it. That's a so good it's like, Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So kami is actually the same as gami when you say origami. Oh, it could be called gami too. Gami. <laughs> And then that's not quite as pleasing in English. No. Gammy. Yeah, gammy. Gammy. Yeah, give me some of that gammy. All right, I'm going to try and explain this game. So buckle up. Buckle up. Because while it's simple to play, it's difficult to explain. Prepare, so watch out. Here we go. Prepare to fold your mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they bill Cammy 2 as a relaxing puzzler, and I think that's actually quite a good description of it. The aim of the game is to turn the screen one color. Mm-hmm. You are presented with a pattern, and then you also have a choice of colors from that palette on the bottom of the screen. And your task is to essentially flood fill each area uh, until everything is a single color. And I'm struggling to kind of actually kind of give you a real sense of how that works in real life. But because that sounds kind of dry, but actually there's a lot of strategy going on, which I can't really explain 
very well. Yeah. Do you know so, what I mean? Help right. me, Sam. <laughs> so the point of the game is that you have to try and get the entire screen to one color. That's the easy bit to explain. That's the easy yeah. bit. <laughs> um, but where the puzzle comes into play is that sometimes the screen will be preset with different sections of the screen and different colors. And the colors will sometimes be open so that if you just tap on one section of that, whatever is connected to that section will be filled in. Like you said, it's flood filled. Love that algorithm. Right. The puzzle aspect comes in because sometimes those different, the things that are blocking from your, essentially your paint to be filled to the other sections would be different colors. So think of them as like, you know, walls, right? And the only way to get rid of those walls is to paint or fill the enclosing sections with the wall's color. Right. It's I still, think I'm yes. confusing. No, think, no, no, it's great. No, that is it, because there is an element of color matching right. where you just say, hey, turn this color the same color as its border, as its surroundings, and now you've got a larger piece that's all the same color, then you can fill that. So I'm going to try and explain you an example. So you've got a red square inside a blue square inside a green square, you can then fill that red square with the blue color, which now becomes two squares, a blue square inside a green square. You can fill the blue square to be green, which then everything is, is green. green, and hurrah, you've solved the puzzle. So that's a pretty simple puzzle. And then, of course, you have a limited number of moves. Right. That's the crux of the matter. That is the other portion of it, because you can just, like, color everything, right? Like, you can, do, you can pretty much solve any puzzle if you had an unlimited number <laughs> yes. of fills. Fill, 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 fill. <laughs> each yeah. one but the puzzle aspect also comes in that it's like a two-year-old coloring in you know a, a line drawing it's everything green right <laughs> and it starts off pretty simply if you imagine that example the blue square inside a green square inside a red square i'd say different colors but you get the idea it starts off very simply right almost too simply in the way that you're like okay like yeah all right all right cammy i get this you're being a little bit patronizing to my intelligence right now but uh, the the other side of that is even if it's patronizing, like there is a very good tactile feel to the game. Yes, right, like the much sound folding. effects, much folding. Like um, as you tap on a section of the the screen, the way that the the color fills in is sort of like you see little papers fold, and you get the nice little sounds of little paper folding, like excellent foley work, and it it sort of unravels uh throughout the screen and it's quite satisfactory how do you like this game sam it is very peaceful mm-hmm. it is one of those games where you can just like you know listen to your podcast and continue tap tap tapping your way through these puzzles ticking my boxes yep um does oh. not require an internet connection <laughs> right great right also check um but i'm sensing a butt coming well, there isn't really a but. Okay. It's but. just... But. <laughs> it's... It is what it is. It does it very well. It's not particularly exciting. Like... True. I would not be like, yo, remember remember that that puzzle? <laughs> like... Remember that Kami one? Like, for real? <laughs> you remember that one? Where it's like, you think... Okay, we've got to fill this and then fill that. And then you're like, no way. But boom, <laughs> I filled it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do say that, but there are some puzzles that have stood out to me. For example, the one that's essentially just like a, a knight's helmet that has like a big Y, because as you get to the later levels, you get cutout areas, mm. which cannot be filled. 
Oh. And there's one with just like a big Y in the middle. That was pretty fun. <laughs> so, Sam, let's um, review how far have you got on your journey through oh, Cammy okay. 2. Yeah, let's do that. So, that's the other thing about this, right? Like, you don't know how far you are in, in the journey. There are random odd shapes in the bottom that kind of notes different chapters, maybe. But yeah. then, I mean, like, yeah, I think if you tap on the thing underneath the journey takeaway box on this icon here. Yeah. Then I think you get like a little map of some things. No, these are just these are just badges that you oh, get. Oh, these are just badges. Yeah. Oh. See. Right. That's, that's so I'm going to bring this up right now. Navigation. Very confusing. Yeah. For a while, it took me. I did not understand how to start the game. Or at least when I would start the game, I would forget how to start playing the puzzles because you're presented with... Kami 2. These lovely... No hexagons? I'm going to call them hexagon. Crunchwraps. Crunchwraps Supremes. Exactly that. <laughs> uh, journey. Challenge. Daily. Explore. And it turns out you need to tap on the Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm-hmm. But beneath Journey, there's a little badge, which is really enticing to tap. So I tap that. And then I'd see these badges, which are, you've now explained as badges, which I didn't really understand. And then I'd be tapping them, but you can't actually start you the game You can't actually get that. there, yeah. So if you go back, oh, then, oh, Crunchwrap Supreme. I've got to, I've got to touch right. that. And no wonder green. I got so hungry after I finished each puzzle. Because whenever <laughs> that happens, it sort of folds itself into a nice, delicious <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme <laughs> that you want to put into your mouth. <laughs> So you're right, there is no way of showing how far you've got. There's no uh, little map or anything like that. I can tell you how far I have come with pages. Yes. So you can you can scroll through the pages. So page one, page two, page three, page four, page five. Look at Sam go. Page six. I'm on page six. Nice. Oh, the triangles. The triangles. Yes. Uh, well, I'm on 13. Oh, wow. It's gotten a little bit bonkers. I'm really stuck on this one. You're in the, what looks like, New Mexican sashes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you liked it, but weren't that captivated by it? Is that yeah, the kind of sense I'm getting? I think it's just a really well-made game, but it doesn't get my juices going. Maybe maybe I just need something a little bit more exciting for me to, to get excited about it, <laughs> to put it simply. Well... Considering I'm on page 13, you yeah. won't be surprised to hear that I love this game. Right. This totally pushed my buttons. One of my favorite things is the level design. Like, it's so clever, those, the progressions, because once you start a new page, you get these six kind of corresponding designs. And the way they kind of flow into each other, I almost got that sense that I understand crosswords. Mm puzzle solvers get when they recognize the person who sets the puzzle and kind of gets to understand their quirks and foibles when it's the questions and like being able to read between the questions and right. actually getting a deeper level of the puzzle that sometimes happened here because i would see oh right this is how you solve this puzzle and then the next puzzle has and it expands a sol- on it yeah like yeah. has the same it tries to trick you thinking you can use the same technique but then it doesn't. And then you're like, yeah. ha Oh, that's a good puzzle. Well done. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because like, so the first few screens, like it, it, it trains you in a way that, okay, this is what you're supposed to do to solve it. And yeah. it gives you like good options on how to solve it. And then you'd be faced with like, you know, solving like a shape within a shape within a shape. You're like, okay, do I go outside in or do I go inside out? Right. 
um, you can solve it either way. And then it gets more nuanced into like, okay, if it does this little loop thing, this is how I solves it. But then on the next screen, you would see that same little loop thing with like a slight difference. And you think, okay, yeah, maybe I'll do the same thing because you taught me how to do that. And then you do that and it doesn't work. And you're like, okay, what's going on? Damn you. Damn you, Cammy. And when you solve it, you're like, yeah. <laughs> so I think the level design is fantastic. I can't even imagine how they designed these levels. Oh, I'm very impressed. I did do the homework. Oh, I did too. And I created one and it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to make them hard. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, that sounds like a perfect segue. Time to play each other's puzzles. Okay. Here you go. Okay. And here you go. Are we solving this at the same time or do you want to walk through mine first? Oh my God. Yours is, oh, yours is good. Okay. All right. I'm trying to work on my strategy in here. Oh wait, you didn't actually publish it. No, I didn't. You can play it. I know, but how many, are you in test mode? Yeah. So how many moves should I solve this in? Oh, three. Really? It's pretty easy. (laughs) It's very easy. I think I did it in three. I mean, it's more the novelty of a seven days to play okay. logo in a game. We'll put screenshots of each of our games. In fact, well, we'll publish our games and you can play them for yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay, so oh, let me see. I'm trying to read between the lines here. So he's wanting me to do red, but I can see that there's a little red tip of the Crunchwrap Supreme, which is going to come and bite me later. So I want to get rid of green first. This probably doesn't make for great podcasting. <laughs> but you know what you're going to do? Nice. Good game. Good oh, game. Great. That's a good one. Excellent. I have played way too much of this. Now you're greeted with the perfect Contrast ah. Supreme. <laughs> so yours. Oh, you said Supreme. I can solve it in two. <laughs> but great colors. Uh, so it says 7 DTP. Uh huh. Yep. In the particular Kami type fold grids, hex grids. Yeah. I suppose I was trying. My first thought was to be clever and to have like the the center. Oh, oh, not oh! Be there's filled in there. Okay. Yeah, there's like one area that's difficult to fill in, but it's really it is hard to work backwards from a difficult puzzle. Yeah. And how you build it? Yeah. There must be something yeah. that clicks as you're making these things yeah. to make you realize what it is that makes it hard. Did you think about the strategies you were using to work out? Yeah, were you a uh, uh, tap everywhere, try everything with everything style? approach or did you try and work out i tried to tactics? work out because it it feels really good when you see the puzzle and you know exactly how to solve it which is kind of the opposite of what a puzzle should be but yes i understand right. yeah yeah <laughs> um and there are certainly some stuff that i couldn't get that i needed to just like try everything in order to finally get it the basic strategy i came up with is to work out which area is touching either all of the other colored areas or the most of the other colored areas and then try and work out oh how do i how do i knock out the most color with this one tap or find Mm. the area that's hard to explain which area is connected to the most of the other colors so if you're working around the edges oh this area is connected to four other areas this one's only connected to three so i'm probably going to do the one with four yeah, I got a little bit obsessed with trying to figure it out, and I'm really stuck on one now, which I'm furious about. We should talk about monetization. The monetization, there are no ads. It there is free no to play, mm-hmm. but you can pay a princely sum of some number. I'm maybe two ninety nine. I forget exactly, which unlocks hints. 
I think the cheapest is 99 cents. For 10 hints? Yeah, or for four hints or something like uh, that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you do that? I did do it. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. That was actually a delightful mechanism. I thought it worked really well. Mm-hmm. And what was great about it is you once you've been given the hint of the first move that often unlocks the entire puzzle because you suddenly have confidence that at least this first one is right right and that often yeah. opens the door to figuring out that whole puzzle yeah i i've still yet to use the hint oh look at this guy um but okay. that being said like i am completely stuck in this one and i don't know what to do so i'll, I'll probably <laughs> discover what you mean but yeah i can see how unlocking that that first step is like okay i know i need to start here and everything else will fall. Um, so yes. that gets rid of a lot of ambiguity in the beginning on like, okay, what do I need to solve first? Yeah, am I even concentrating on the right area? Yeah. But I thought that was a really great way to monetize. Yeah, I, I remember like in the beginning, I wasn't nagged too much about it as well. I, I don't yep. recall the way that it nagged me, but it was pretty upfront about it. It was like, hey, do you want to buy hits for 99 cents and not get any ads? And I thought, I was like, okay, yes, 99 sounds really good. I'll go for it because it's a nice and pretty game. <laughs> and yeah did you ever play any of the other uh versions of the game there's a challenge and a daily i didn't no i didn't either <laughs> yeah i was still making my way through the journey um the main campaign if you will yeah um uh, no story though <laughs> <laughs> well that comes from the podcast you're listening to at the same time right <laughs> sam let's get to the three by threes three by threes Fold me up a good point. I'll fold you up a delicious crunch wrap supreme. I really want to talk about now. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, I thought from the beginning, like it does feel like a quality game and it is backed up by when you tap on uh, any section of the screen, it has a nice unfolding quality. So I thought it had a great tactile feel to, to puzzle solving. And yeah. that was one of the biggest thing that, that kept me on this is like, you kind of look forward to that unfurling. If you thought you were really clever, you don't need to wait for the previous fill animation to finish before you can start filling in that color again. So sometimes you can get a double fill going, which is pretty fun. And it's cool to do. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're so elite at Kami <laughs> 2. I thought the difficulty curve was, I describe it as lovely. Mm. It is lovely. Started off... Maybe he starts off a little too simply, but then you start getting into it. I remember thinking, yeah, I remember being challenged at kind of every, not every step, but it starts off very easy. And then you start going, wow, maybe I'm stupid. How do I actually fix this? But then something flips in your brain and then you can work out how to do it. It's one of these things where you find if you aren't, if you don't think about it for a while and you Mm -hmm. come back to it, suddenly you often solve that problem that you've been having the first time. Yeah. I don't know if you experienced this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's just something very clever about the level design. And then also we talked about the like the progression of those set of six levels from right. easy to hard and then do these clever little twists. Where, there's a bit of teaching involved with a bit of tricking. Yeah. Right? With no words. Yeah. Nothing like that. <laughs> um, it's very, yeah. It's a very smart game. Yeah. Um, uh, another aspect that I really liked was that it's pretty mindless. Um and and <laughs> not like mindless like you have to uh, like Dragalia lost <laughs> <laughs> where you're just going through the motions like no it's like you kind of have to think about this but other than that like if you want to 
take it easy and just like sort of look around and just play with it. Like you can totally do that as well and still make your way across. It is relaxing. As it is they relaxing. say in the blurb. It's a relaxing puzzler. You can choose. That's a very good point. You can choose how stressed it's going to make you. Yep. You can just enjoy filling in some colors. It's almost like Bloom mystery coloring. <laughs> Cammy too. Puzzle coloring. So I've got Sam into a coloring game. I feel like no! I'm myself. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Uh, my final good point, we talked about this, the monetization. That's actually, I think it's the first time I've come across this technique of paying for hints. Mm. I mean, I suppose you are kind of paying to win, but it doesn't feel gross. Yeah. You know, strictly, I suppose you are paying to solve levels, but I'm okay with it. Right. And I think the treatment of that was very smart. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's not like you're actually paying. It's It does <laughs> feel like a cross between paying to win and donation. Yeah. Right. Which I thought was like a good little touch. Um, yeah. And that was that was it for my my plus points. Onto the bad. Onto the bad. So when you start the game, there is an unusually long loading screen, which I thought was unnecessary. Yep. Like you see paper flying down, and there's like a circle that fills in. That's just like, why is this taking so long just to get to the loading screen? Like just to get to the menu. Well, it's got to load all those paper sheets. Yeah. Bold They're probably individually photographed. But yeah, I agree. I think they could have smartly done the loading elsewhere, whereas you get to the... And then, like, once it finishes loading in, it doesn't actually set you to where you can actually start playing. Like, you have to either swipe over or tap to actually move you to yes. Journey. It, yeah, it takes the, at least two or three taps right. to get you playing. My bad point also comes into this is also feeds off that the menu system is confusing i've now kind of learned it but for the longest time i would forget how to actually start playing a game and i'd tap this stupid badge icon which it takes me to badges and then you can't play from the screen right I'd be like, wait how do i even the progression of that badge it seems like okay so if i tap on this i can continue where i left off because it kind of seems like it and it looks but like well yeah. it looks like a puzzle yeah Yes, I don't like it. It doesn't give you an indicator of like where you left off as well immediately. Um, and you don't remember if you started in like this journey section or if it was somewhere else. Yeah, so it's. I think there could be some work there to make it super clear. Yeah, agreed. I assume that you didn't have the music on for this? This is correct. <sighs> Guessed correctly. Ooh, ooh boy. Uh, I'm pretty sure these developers were mindful about choosing something that sounded Japanese mm-hmm. or tried to, but... For me, it didn't come across as Japanese, and it just seemed kind of just like pan-Asian. Mm, um, right. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like it was a little bit over, all over the place, like too purposely trying to feel Asian. Right. And that just came off as icky. Like, I feel like, great, kami, it's a Japanese word. It could be, it could be about folding paper, but it doesn't necessarily have to be Asian. It could just like, that theme could just be about the paper. And then the music could just be something that's relaxing and not necessarily Asian feeling as well. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I am Asian and I might be overly sensitive to these things, but... Be culturally appropriate right. somehow. Like, it you can know, work just, with yeah. music that isn't Japanese or Asian sounding and still f- have the same vibe and respect that you want, you know, you, don't want, you, you want it to have. Yeah, that reminds me of something that really irritates my boyfriend is that a lot of, you know, Western TV kind of treats latin america as just 
right. pan Latin. Yeah. So, you know, anytime you're on a TV show and the characters are in like Colombia or somewhere, there's like, oh, there'll be some music playing. And every time it's not from that country, it's like, why are they playing Cuban music right. there in Mexico? Yeah. You know, uh, leads to just like this like general, like, huge generalization that you don't realize that actually there's a whole bunch of very specific culture that happens within this larger continent. And that as an outsider, yeah, this is not all the same thing, you know? Yeah. And I don't remember if this is true and I don't want to pan them if it, if it, you know, if it isn't, but I kind of remember, I might be remembering a gong going off as you solve the puzzle. (laughs) I hope it's not true. Oh yeah. But it was like, the music was to that point where I feel it was like, I'm at a Benihana's or like I'm at, a weird Asian spa that doesn't have to play this music, right? So it sounds like I dodged a bullet by not having the music or any sound effects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that I bugged me that I thought might make it onto your list is that lobster font. That lobster font. <laughs> oh, God. Ah. Oh. Now, is that lobster one or lobster two? I didn't realize there was a lobster two, but it does look like the kerning is a little bit more proper. Okay. So it might be lobster two. Uh, yeah, look up lobster font oh. online if you don't know what we're talking about. Oh my goodness. It's kind of like this generation's papyrus. Well, it's more like, <laughs> yeah. You just, once you know it, you see it everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds in physical pain. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I just, it just, I, it reminded me of this one time where like, um, a product manager, like thankfully not at Spotify. <laughs> Good. recommended a logo and use that font and be like we should make this our logo and I was like, are you kidding me right it's frustrating uh, yeah it's one of these things that frustrates designers because to the untrained eye it probably looks pretty nice yeah but actually no no <laughs> no no <laughs> so uh yeah that lobster font that lobster font um, my third bad thing, um, and this might've been just like some particular puzzles, but you know, we've previously had a complaint where when we're playing something like an adventure game, like there are points where you literally have to try everything rather than trying to solve it smartly. Right. Yeah. And some of these puzzles, I felt like that's what I was doing, um, mm-hmm. without using the hint, uh, there's really no indicator of you being able to get some of these unless you're really, 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 really smart. Uh, oh, y'all. <laughs> and I felt that I was trying that. Like I was trying all these things and then finally getting to a point where I did get that initial aha, right? So I felt like I was just like tapping around. Yeah, I think I felt that. It felt like that feeling goes went away after a little while. Mm-hmm. But man, this level I'm on right now, I am still tapping around. Even with the hint? Try not to use the hints. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you and uh, golf courses. I, mm. just, I do it without a hint now, <laughs> even though I use the hint quite a lot in the past, but now... Mm. Now you're saving them. Yeah. <laughs> My final bad point. There is an undo button, but it does undoes everything. I would quite like a single undo. I'm sure this was a strategic decision by them to you know, just reset the level to its uh, unfilled state each time but it's kind of annoying that there are some levels which are eight ten moves long and if you mess up one time oh boy you have to restart yeah instead of just being able to do a, undo a single move yeah small, small little 
bugaboo. Yeah, I can see that. Final seventy rating? Five out of seven. Mm, seven out of seven. I totally like this game. Like, I think it's it's great, but you know, there just isn't enough excitement for me to to just have for those two extra days that I didn't play it for. Having said that, though, I, it's something that I'll keep on my phone. Um, I've paid for it, so I'm not going to get any ads and something I can revisit whenever I'm listening to a intense podcast. I think this game is going to replace Two Dots and oh, thank God. Toy Blast for me. On oh, the phone. thank God. <laughs> it's just a lovely puzzler. I mean, you get a hundred puzzles, I think. And plus and the so daily I'm, challenges. Uh, yeah, uh, so there's plenty of playtime left to go. So, yep, this is a keeper. Great. Hopefully the next game is going to be a keeper too. Mm, not with your track records, <laughs> but let's see. <laughs> they have been for me. Um, great. So this next game is called Hit the Light. It is tooted, t- touted, touted or tooted? What's the word? Uh, touted, T- but I love tooted. <laughs> Let's go with tooted. As the magnetic stress killer. Oh, Hit the Light. Oh, magnetic stress killer. Oh, okay. Happy Magenta. We have heard of Happy Magenta before. Sounds like a name we've made fun of in the past. Let me read you the description. Please. Break two atoms, blow to smithereens, smash to bits all neon lamps on the screen. Oh, it's poetic. Very good, very good. You can use metal balls, guns, ninja shurikens, and even bombs to turn beautiful pieces of art into shatters. Mm, okay, they've lost the rhyming going on, but okay. Free your inner, <laughs> inner wild child and let the music of broken glass delight your ears. Wow. This tells me nothing about the game, but I am intrigued. Oh, it sort of looks like a block smashing game. Kind of balls, but with more stuff going on. Yeah. Not to jinx it, because that means Sam would never play it again. (laughs) Check it out. You have seven days to play. Hit the light. Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. Um, And I'm surprised that we didn't mention this last week, because I, I, I was ready to mention it last week, but forgot about it. That's what the show notes are for. <laughs> it is Bandersnatch. Uh, I beg your pardon? Bander, you know the guy who plays Doctor Doctor Strange? Crash Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. Cucumber Patch. Yeah. You can't say penguin. <laughs> penguin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bandersnatch is the latest episode, or special episode, oh. from Black Mirror. Right, the show I've not seen. Yep. It is a... Choose your own adventure episode from the good people from Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? I have heard about it. Interesting. Interesting. So I gave it a watch. I gave it a few watches, actually. Because Can you watch it if it's interactive? You gave it an interaction. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You gave it an interaction. It is. It, I did give it an interaction. Did you inter- play it? I, see, mm. that's the thing. Is it a game? It kind of is. Yeah. Because there are better endings than others. So you have different choices that you can make, usually two choices. Um, And in the beginning, it kind of eases you in with like really simple choices, right? Like you can choose uh, what cereal you want the main character to eat. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, obviously. Mm, That was not a choice. Not watching. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, it makes, it allows you to progress the story in different routes as you make these different choices for the character. Uh, and ultimately, you know, it turns very much into a Black Mirror episode because there was one point where I was like, how do I get the the happy ending? And I was like, oh, right. right. That's that one. 
All right, yeah. I'm I'm watching a Black Mirror episode. Everything's awful and it is awful. <laughs> so this is based this is a, a an episode that's set in the 80s, so it's good to get a little bit of that nostalgia in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they did a pretty good card. job, yeah, of referring to old video games and stuff like that. Um so you see a bit of that, which is kind of cool. Uh but yeah, if you have 3 hours to kill. Cuz some people have played it like Oh, you got to get a whole five endings. Yeah. Uh, for about three hours, but I think in total, um, an entire watch through is about forty-five minutes. I'm fascinated at the tech behind how they deployed this. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's especially because Netflix is famous for you know being on every single device, mm-hmm. which implies they've have hundreds of different clients running. Right. Yet they can still deliver, and it's very seamless. Yeah. Yeah, and I watch it on my smart. Another TV. one of my favorite apps. Yeah. Seamless Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> My thing of the week, I finished Survivor, David versus Goliath. Have you watched any other seasons? I have no frame of reference. Yeah. Uh, just because the people are talking about it in my podcast circles. Um, it was fine. Yeah. I think it perhaps was overhyped. What's another reality show that you watch? I mean, Top Chef, obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Was it better or worse than Top Chef? Oh, way worse. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just Doofus is sitting on an island. <laughs> With no discernible skill whatsoever. Were they pretty, though? Uh, Some, some. I mean, it's a very pretty location. I'll give it that. I don't think you're missing out. I don't think it's this sort of revolutionary, amazing season that perhaps some people think it is. (laughs) Which is not to say it was a bad season. Right. And I kind of enjoyed it. But, I mean, it's still a reality TV show. Yeah. Like, it's not... uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to gain anything substantial by watching it. Right. Okay. I mean, you know, that could be said for most TV shows. Am I I better off playing a game instead of watching this? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Do your homework for the show. (laughs) (laughs) So my other thing of the week is um, since the beginning of this year, which is nine days ago. 2019. 2019. I have started working out every day. Congratulations. Thank you. Get that streak going. Get that streak going. Feels good. Don't break the... Don't break streak. the chain. Don't break the chain. Are yeah. you using that app? Is that an app or is that just a saying? No, it's... I, I just... I'm just using a, a Google spreadsheet. Okay. But not breaking the chain, even if it's for 20 minutes. That's how I also play balls. <laughs> don't break the chain. <laughs> I've been trying something different. So I have workouts where I'm doing the kettlebell, right? Mm-hmm. Which are like your normal conventional workouts, but... Most of the time, because I do want to lose the, the, the chub, the chub, uh, I'm on an exercise bike, right? Oh. But rather than watching, you know, my usual thing on an exercise bike, which is Survivor. episodes of oh. Supernatural, okay. yeah. um, I've decided to try and start playing some games while I'm on my exercise bike. Mm, Nintendo Switch? On the Switch. Oh. Yeah. And initially, it's very difficult because, you know, like, one, you have to keep your heart rate up, meaning you have to be moving your legs. Second, you kind of have to focus on the gameplay. And when I, you know, it's, it's hard. It's like, it's like um, what's a good analogy? It's kind of like being on your phone and driving. <laughs> you shouldn't do that as well. But that's, that's kind of the amount of attention that each one does, like, yeah. deserves. Of course, please don't drive while on your phone. In fact, I hate it when people do this. Yeah, it's terrifying. 
but now I feel like after nine days of doing it, I actually feel like I'm getting better. Like uh, I one day keep, this might be a useful skill. <laughs> I can keep my heart rate up. So usually I try to aim for about 130. Okay. Right. Gotcha. 130 beats per minute. It's a fast beat. That's like a dubstep, right? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm able to like focus on the gameplay and actually play through it. So, What games are you playing? I'm playing Valkyria Chronicles 4. I wish I had asked now. <laughs> Might as well have said Dragalia Lost EX Hypermix. Yeah, I'll be like, great. <laughs> that is our show. Edwin, you have seven days to play. Hit the light. Play along with us at home. And while you're doing it, tweet us on your other phone because you have two phones because you're a bougie bougie yeah. person yep tweet us at seven days to play and follow us on instagram at seven days to play maybe i'll post something but don't email us seven days to play